Lord. Yes. Amen. No better friend than what can happen to you. Let's sing that third one. There's
And I love that last part of that third verse, right? In his arms he'll take and shield us. That will find so it's there. You know, God, God has always got his arms around us. Amen. No matter what. That's right. Even if you're on a ship, 12 days. God got his arms around us. Sure does. No matter Amen. what. He's got his arms around us. Does anybody have a word of testimony? Like church. Well, mind the Lord. Mind the Lord this morning. I'm just, my, I'm just full of the spirit. This morning, I'm here to testimony. Sure. Brother Wayne, could you sing 147 in the, the celebration here? What
somebody, don't you ever take for granted that that don't mean something. Amen. Amen. Himself several times is not a good person. Yeah. And when I cried out for the Lord to save my soul, I wasn't a good person. No. Still not. No. Still not. I'm glad that He not only saved me from the sins I had committed before that time. But he sealed that thing enough to cover me for the sins that I was going to commit after I committed to him. That's right. Amen. 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 Because he knew, he knew that he knew that we couldn't hold ourselves, that we were flesh, and that we had evil desires that were that come with the human body and the human mind. And we're no different from the Apostle Paul today. We're in a spiritual battle today with those uh, evil influences from the devil. And uh, this that you 
this that's inside is in a spiritual warfare today with this on the outside. And I used to think, Lord, when will this battle come to an end? <laughs> but Sister Pat, I believe as long as we're here on this earth, we'll be in that battle. We will. But when I take my last breath, amen, that battle's over. Amen. I, can, I can see the light down the road. Amen. Well, I love each and every one of you. Thank you, Brother Hill, for sharing that with us today. I, uh, my mind went back as you were testifying of where you came from. And I remember when I was a kid seeing images of the Vietnam War. And I thought to myself, well, I've got it good. Good. Thank you for sharing that with us. Good to see each one of you, and I love you today. I failed to mention, please pray for Brother Don and Sister Kathy. Sister Kathy called me this morning, and Brother Don's fallen a few times this past week, and now he's got some problems with his kidneys, and so he's kind of in a fix. So please pray. For the ungrateful Sister Kathy. You know, Brother Don and Sister Kathy, if anybody would love to be here, they would. And so please uh, pray for them. Please pray for Brother Bobby and Sister Pam. Brother Bobby had a preaching appointment uh, this morning over in Belmont, Mississippi. And uh, so he's over there with Brother Lee Smith. And so he asked me to ask the church to please pray for him. And so uh, let's pray for them. I miss him when he's not sitting over here. Uh, beside me, so please keep them in your prayers. If you'll turn in your Bibles to 2 Corinthians, the 6th chapter, and I uh, really don't know how to follow what, what I've been able to feel from the time from the time we started here this morning up to this present time, and uh, I want to read to you a few verses of Scripture. Uh, the Apostle Paul was talking to the church at Corinth here and, and um, he, was, uh, he was encouraging them that they could live a larger life. That they could live a larger life. And, 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 and uh, uh, you know, um, a lot of people feel like that the Bible contradicts itself. I've heard so many people say that, uh, that the Bible contradicts itself. If I told you, held up something and told you that it was white, and then I said it's black, then I would be contradicting what I said to begin with. A lot of folks today look at the Word of God as absurd, contradictory, And the Apostle Paul, back at this time, was facing a lot of that with the folks he was preaching to. They, a lot of them referred to him uh, as just being way out there. And in 2023, there's a lot of folks that refer to the church as being just way out there. Believing in a book that contradicts itself, according to the but let me read to you here what the Apostle Paul said in the 6th chapter of 2 Corinthians uh, it goes like this it said we then as workers together with him beseech you also that you receive not the grace of God in vain for he saith I have heard thee in a time accepted and in the day of salvation have I secured thee? Behold, now is the accepted time. Behold, now is the day of salvation. Giving no offense in anything that the ministry be not blamed. I believe that the apostle was saying that he didn't want to do anything or bring a reproach that anybody could blame the ministry or blame the church for anything bad. But in all things, approving ourselves as the ministers of God in much patience, in afflictions, in necessities, in distresses, in stripes, 
in imprisonments, in tumults, in labors, in watchings and fastings, by pureness, by knowledge, by long-suffering, by kindness, by the Holy Ghost, by love and faith, by the word of truth, by the power of God, by the armor of righteousness on the right hand and on the left, by honor and dishonor, by evil report and good report, as deceivers and yet truths, as unknown and yet well known, as dying and behold we live, as chastened and not killed, as sorrowful yet always rejoicing, as poor yet making many rich, as having nothing and yet possessing all things. O oh, ye Corinthians, our mouth is open unto you, our heart is enlarged. You're not straightened in us, but ye are straightened in your own bowels. Now for the recompense in the same, I speak as in my children, be ye also enlarged. Be not unequally yoked together with unbelievers, for what fellowship hath righteousness with unrighteousness? What communion hath light with darkness? And what concord hath Christ with Belial? Or what part hath he that believeth with an infidel? And what agreement hath the temple of God with idols? For ye are the temple of the living God, as God hath said, I will dwell in them and walk in them, and I will be their God, and they shall be my people. Wherefore come out from among them, and be ye separate, saith the Lord. Touch not the unclean thing, and I will receive you, and will be a father unto you, and ye shall be my sons and daughters, saith the Lord Almighty. And uh, the Lord give us a thought this morning. I'd like to testify just for a minute on living a larger life. And I, I want, uh, and, and, and uh, a, a lot of times when, when I think about this, the first thing that the devil will do is he'll say, well, you're going to get up there and give them a Joel Osteen message or uh, some prosperity message. And I'm not going to do that today, but I'm going to preach you the truth of how you and I can live a more enlarged life today. Amen. An enlarged life today. And, I, and, 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 and if you're here today and you've never been saved, you don't know what a large life is today. You don't know what living in the fullness of God and the fullness of joy and the fullness of peace is today. I didn't know peace till I knew Jesus Christ as my Savior. Amen. Amen. There was a lot of things in my childhood that brought me happiness, but I never knew joy and peace until I come to know Jesus Christ in His fullness Amen. today. Amen. Amen. And uh, as we were studying these scriptures and I was uh, looking at Matthew Henry's commentary uh, concerning uh, uh, what Paul was uh, uh, talking to the church at Corinth about here, and it talked about a paradox. Well, I've never been very well educated, and I'll be honest with you, I didn't know what a paradox was, and I may not even be pronouncing it right. But I looked in the dictionary, and it said, a statement or proposition seemingly self-contradictory or absurd, but in reality, expressing a possible truth. Right. And I got to thinking about that. And, and there was a lot of people looking at the apostle here uh, uh, as, as being a, a, a contradictory person, as being absurd. Uh, I think one time there were some disciples or apostles that were accused of drinking new wine, amen, because of what they were preaching and what they were teaching, amen. They accused them of being uh, under the influence of alcohol. But I'm going to tell you something today. Uh, when you and I get full of the Holy Ghost and we begin to cry out to God and He begins to anoint us with His Holy Spirit today, it'll have you jumping bitches. It'll have you doing things that you wouldn't normally do in your car. I used to say in your right mind, uh, but in your carnal mind today, uh, He'll have you uh, going up on 
higher planes today. Amen. 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 Boy, I tell you. I, I grew up in a church, uh, uh, amen, where there wasn't a whole lot of shouting. Uh, it was a rather large church, uh, I, and I'm not knocking it down. There were some good people there, uh, and I learned a lot in that card class in Sunday school. Uh, uh, but I'm going to tell you, uh, uh, there wasn't a lot of hand raising going on. Uh, wasn't a lot of shouting going on. Uh, uh, the pastor would preach. Uh, there'd be an amen every now and again. Uh, uh, and then you'd get done, uh, and we'd sing an invitation song, uh, and we'd go to the house. Uh, uh, but I'm going to tell you something today. Uh, there's a larger life uh, uh, for you and I uh, than that today. Amen. Uh, uh, somebody said, Preacher, uh, I'm Baptist. Uh, I'm not Pentecostal. Uh, let me tell you something. You and I, uh, uh, we're living well uh, below our means today. Uh, and we can climb uh, up to a higher plane with God. Uh, we can have peace with him today. Uh, and we can have joy. Uh, and we can have strength uh, that surpasses all of our understanding today. Somebody said, Preacher, how do you know that? That's right. I've been preaching since 2000, I believe it was, when I announced my call. And it's taken me years to reach to a higher plane. <laughs> Amen. Somebody said, Preacher, why didn't you get on that higher plane when you started preaching? Well, that was my fault. But I have learned over a period of time that if I'm going to please God, amen, if I'm going to do what God wants me to do, that I've got to turn loose, amen, of some traditions. I've got to turn loose, amen, of some old wives' tales. And I've got to let God speak to me. And if I'll do that today, and if you'll do that today, he'll put you on a higher plane like you've never been before. Amen. 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 Boys, <laughs> I used to try when I'd study and, and uh, I'd just make myself sick to my stomach uh, and I'd just I'd go in there and I'd lock myself up uh, and I would study and I would study and I was I was kind of like uh, uh, old Jacob over there. I just thought, Lord, I'm not going to quit studying until you bless me. Uh, uh, but the Lord let me know uh, that there's a little prayer that needs to come uh, along with that studying. Uh, amen. He said, you ain't going to learn it all uh, in a day. Uh, uh, you study a little bit and you pray a little bit. Uh, and then one very long after that, uh, uh, to an old preacher man uh, I was talking to, uh, he said, son, let me give you some advice. Uh, he said, you study, uh, but you pray and you pray uh, a whole lot more than you study. Uh, and you ask God uh, how to help you, and he'll put you on a higher plane. Amen. 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 Boy, I tell you, Brother Ricky, this morning... The church got up on a higher plane. <laughs> it did. It started off this morning with the devotion. Amen. The singing. You see, everything has to work together. It does. Amen. I could get up here and uh, preach till the sun goes down. And if the church doesn't want to hear it or she's not ready to go to the mountaintop, I can't make her go there no matter how hard I try. But I'm going to tell you something. When you're going to the mountaintop, take me with you. Yeah, amen. amen. Take me with you. Let me go. I want to be able to uh, rejoice with you. I'll cry with you when you're going through tough times. And I'll pray for you when you're going through. But when things are going good with you, take me with you. Amen. 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 Boy, the Apostle Paul here. He was talking to them, and uh, he was letting them know, hey man, that if you're going to be accepted of God, and please, if you're going to please God, then you're going to have to praise Him during the troubled times just as well as you do during the good times. Amen. That's right. And it's a whole lot of you. Right now, I feel pretty good. I, do. I don't know how I feel in 10 or 15 minutes, but right now, I feel pretty good. And it's pretty easy to preach right now. I'll just go ahead and be honest with you. Uh, but I'm going to tell you, 
uh, this afternoon or later on tonight when the devil's beating me to death about this, amen, and uh, maybe I get a phone call that I don't want to get of uh, some troubles going on somewhere, then I'm not going to be as high as I am right now. And I've lived long enough, Brother Chris, to know that you ain't going to stay there. But it's still my responsibility. <laughs> Maybe it's still my responsibility, no matter how I feel, to praise Him. Amen. To praise Him. And to lift Him up. Boy, Paul had some that he preached to and they just loved him. They loved him and they couldn't get enough of what he was preaching. It was just like when Jesus was going around preaching his own everlasting gospel. Uh, there was a group that was following him that couldn't get enough of it. Now every so often he would offend one of them and they'd quit following him. But, but there, was, there was a group that was following them. But Paul had some that loved him, but he had some standing not too far away that hated his guts. That's true. That these were people that were called their self-godly. And they have accused the apostle in his preaching of being contradictory. Paradox. But Paul told that church at Corinth, he told them, just hang on. Just hang on. You can live a larger life. Amen. A lot of people think that when Jesus spoke these words, and he said, the thief cometh to steal and kill and destroy. I believe that's what he said. But he said, I cometh that he might have life. And he didn't just leave it there, but he said, and more life, more abundantly. Do you think he was just talking about heaven? Going to heaven? No abundant life here, just, just when you get to heaven, and Lord, things will be abundant. I'm going to tell you what. You get abundant life when you get saved. Amen. And how much of the abundancy that you have is what you want today. Amen. It's what you want. What you ask for, and what, that's what he's telling them people over there uh, in Corinth. Amen. A lot of times I don't have because I don't ask. Sometimes I don't have because I ask amiss. Amen. But if I want a larger life and I want more peace and I want to be able to rejoice in good and bad times alike, amen, <laughs> then I've got to move up close to him. I've got to ask him more today. The Bible said that he'll give it to all men liberally. Right. Liberally. I pray a lot of times I miss that verse, Brother Ricky. And I and I think a lot of times I, I say, well, maybe he's just going. But James said liberally. Give it to all men. Amen. He's no respecter of persons. So if I want to live a larger life, and when I'm talking about a larger life, I'm not talking anything about a bigger house, a better car, or anything like that. I'm talking about a larger life in the Lord. Amen. More joy in your life. Amen. Right. More joy in your life. Yes. Amen. I've seen folks, uh, Brother Michael, that and I know you've seen them too, that were so close to God and it seemed like everything in their family, if, if it was bad, it was happening, you know. And, and, and you would look at them and you would think, how in the world can they be so positive with so many bad things going on? I think the Lord let me be in the heat and air business just for that purpose, that I could go into some homes and witness some of those things. Amen. I saw people that had uh, that had 
children, uh, offspring that, 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 that were in their 40s and 50s and, and because of their physical diseases they were bedridden and they laid there. And, and this mama had to take care of this child from the time uh, that he was born up to that present time. She said, I've had to change his diaper for 50 years, is what she said. But she didn't say it begrudgingly. She said, oh, but the Lord's been so good to me. <laughs> and she'd smile and she'd play the piano. She'd go to that piano and start playing. I was backslid from God during that time and I thought, how in the world, how in the world can she be so joyful with this going on? You see, she chose a larger life. Right. She chose to live a larger life. Amen? And because she did, because she chose that, she took an old backslid boy that was there to fix the air conditioner. <laughs> and instead, I learned something about trusting in the Lord and, and, and being content, no matter what state that I'm in, being content. Amen. Amen. We worry ourselves sick. What if this happens and what if that happens? I'm going to tell you, the devil will fill you up with ifs. There's all kind of ifs. There's all kind of Chances things might happen. This is, this is the world we live in. It's not perfect. And, and uh, as your pastor, a lot of times I sit over here and we're in a wonderful service like we've been in today, feeling the presence of the Holy Spirit. And in the midst of that, the devil's over here. It ain't going to stay like that. I know it, devil. I know it. I've pastored before. Right now, but right now I'm gonna live large. Amen. 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 And so the apostle works to get this across to him. He let them know, I'm loved by y'all, and I love y'all, and I appreciate y'all love. That's what Paul was saying to this church at Corinth. But I know that I'm hated and despised. The church to the world is despised. It is. It is. If you went to New York or Washington, D.C., and you went to a very liberal place there, and find out what they despise the most. What they despise the most. And I believe if they're honest, they would tell you the teachings of the church. Teaching because it goes just opposite of what they believe and what they want you to believe today. So the apostle had his work cut out for him here. He was encouraging these people that they could live a larger life as sorrowful yet always rejoicing. Listen to what Paul said as poor and yet making many rich. Paul didn't have a lot of money to help make folks rich. He wasn't talking about that. But he had a gift from God, amen, to spread the good news of Jesus Christ. And if folks accepted that, it made them rich. Amen. And somebody said, well, how rich did they get, preacher? They got as rich as they wanted to. You and I today can be as rich as we want to in the Lord if we'll believe and trust in Him. I'm talking about spiritual riches. Amen. What would somebody trade for joy? Have you ever thought about that? If, if you had everything under the sun and you didn't have peace in your life, what would you give for joy? Well, there's a lot of folks today. Just watch. You, you'll see these movie stars got everything money can buy. Their kids are committing suicide, and a lot of them are committing suicide. You think they got joy in their life? No. no. There's no joy in that. The devil will just strip you and tear you down. That's his job. I've often thought what I would see a well-to-do Hollywood family and you would see all the troubles in it. I'm not glorying in this. Don't you think for one minute it breaks my heart 
And I would see all of that turmoil that they were going through. And I looked over at my little family, me, Glenda and Austin, just the three of us, a few dogs and cows. And I look and I say, you know, there's peace. There's peace here. There's peace here. I, we're not on the big screen. We're not on the billboards. We've got peace. Therefore, I'm richer than they are. Amen. That's right. <laughs> I'm richer than they are. Amen. Amen. So today, as we close this message, if you're not up on a higher plane today, you see, by choice, we can we can sit around and graze on honeysuckle and pretty hedge if we want to. But God has got a greener pasture for you and I today. I'm not talking about over in heaven. I'm talking about He Amen. has got a greener pasture for you and I to graze in today. Amen. Has nothing to do with our financial status. Has nothing to do with our prestige or whether we're well known or a little bit known. But it has all to do with our choice to accept what God gives us. Amen. And growing. And growing. Come get us a song. Amen. 549. Let's all stand together. 549. Celebrate the I want to encourage you this morning or this afternoon, whatever time it is, that if, 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 you're, if you're not up on the plane that you can be, let me encourage you to reach out and ask God to put you there. Amen. Amen. I want to see God's people happy. When God's people hurt, any of God's people hurt, I hurt because they're my brothers and they're my sisters in Christ. Amen. I want to see folks be able to get the fullness of the joy of their salvation today. I really do. I really do. There's been times that I've not had it and it's been my choice to decline. But I have learned that there is a higher plane I haven't seen the highest plane that I can reach yet. I haven't. I haven't. Somebody said it might be heaven. Who knows? It might be next week. But I'm going to trust in you that he's going to provide it. If you need to pray, if you're not satisfied with where you're at, if you want to get closer to God, amen. If you're here and you're dying and going to hell, I'll just put it that way. If you're here and you're lost and undone, amen. And you want to know true peace, in your life, you can come get it. Amen. The Lord's got a storehouse full. Go ahead.